Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Square Ball Podcast. Welcome to the show. Hello there. It's Dan here with Michael and Moscow as we celebrate missing... The big moment on this TSB guide. Show's brought to you with Levi Solicitors, should say. 10% discount on your legal fees. LeviSolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Range of services in there that Michael could or couldn't list. Depends on what you want to do. Shut the page since earlier. All right. I remember some though. Professional negligence. Will's probate conveyancing. So Will's easy to find the page though, isn't it? Because the address you need to go to mm. is really sharp and easy to remember. It's LeviSolicitors.co.uk slash the square ball. So you could have that page open in a jiffy, and within moments, you could be saving 10% on your legal fees just for loads of stuff. Can you do this instead of him? I mean, I'm absolutely tired of his shtick now. There's a fair argument, but uh, no. <laughs> Good. Right, so games that you've missed, because we've been talking on the show in recent weeks about missing certain big games, not uh, more so, obviously, than the promotion under BL, so we missed sort of the whole of that, really, didn't we, due to the pandemic? We've all got a match or a moment that we've missed in our in our Leeds United lives maybe you popped off to the toilet under the stand for a whole game for a, and you just couldn't face it yeah it's because it was mentioned on the show sorry that um, I missed the League One promotion this is what planted the idea of doing this show the Bristol Rovers game I was on a stag do in Manchester armed with a shotgun firing at clay pigeons at the moment when Max Gradle was sent off and I thought that was it we've, we've done it again we've totally leads it in but we didn't we had a good night that night. Ended up being good fun. But I, I'm, I do still regret having missed that because it's the only promotion, I think, or only good thing we've done <laughs> since I turned into an adult that was worthy of celebrating, you know, like an, an end-of-season mm. celebration. Apart from what happened in 2020, but we missed that because pandemic. It's your reasons for missing that game are not as bad as a mate of mine who ended up being arrested for ticket-touting for trying to sell a Leeds ticket at face value just because he'd ended up with two, because tickets were obviously really scarce. He'd ended up getting a ticket in the away end to begin with just because he'd managed to get one that was available. And then he'd managed to get a ticket in the Leeds end, so then he had two. So he was just offloading his other ticket at face value, but was spotted doing it and oh, no. therefore was taken off and did not get to see the game. What's his name? At all. Let's not name him. <laughs> he knows who he is. He knows who he is. It still scars to this day. I mean, that's really bad. Yeah. At least you got to have a nice activity weekend. Yeah. I, I was missing it for, for a noble reason, where I was being in, being in a cell when the good stuff's going on. If I was trying to sell a ticket at face value as well. Yeah. Oh, very, very, very upsetting. How do, 
how did they know that he wasn't just giving it to his mate who owed him money for the ticket? I don't know. I don't know. Feels a bit mean, that. Yeah, well, it is a bit mean. But um, he, let's say he deserved it. <laughs> it's a disgusting business. It's your show, mate. <laughs> Sorry, uh, no, I won't say his name. <laughs> you missed the um, the relegation, didn't you? Which obviously was a big moment, not necessarily on the positive side of the fence. Mm, yeah, the Spurs game had knackered my back out of the night. The, was it, on the, it was a Sunday, wasn't it? Yeah, knackered my back on the Saturday, so I couldn't go. Did watch it from my bed. Your sick bed. Yeah, I, I feel like I've I've missed a couple of Spurs games in recent years that have been major because there was Bielsa's last game as well I had Covid for that so I missed I missed that and I missed Big Sam's last game oh I just sent him loads of letters and mints soiled since, underwear and he's, he's he's forgiven me yeah but yeah I, I'm I'm sort of sad to have missed it anyway because it's not every day you get to see Leeds United relegated is it although it happens more than good stuff in my lifetime I mean famously talking about missing moments you know my dad obviously he leaves the stadium early and has missed some genuinely like enthralling comebacks in the last year or two but none more so and maybe that this is when the pattern was set looking at the league title in 1992 I think I mentioned somewhere on the shows before so we went down to the Sheffield United game 3-2 the Brian Gale header and then we came back up on the motorway in the car got home sat down to watch Liverpool against Man United the game that would ultimately clinch us the title I think it was after about 65 or 70 minutes he couldn't take it anymore so he went and took the dog for a walk and missed the moment when we won the league title for only the third time in our in our history which I think is absolutely nuts which is funny actually Moscow talking about missing big moments that's the big moment you came in at wasn't it as a Leeds fan was the the Norwich game after we'd won the title not a bad not a bad start yeah my first game was watching Gordon Strachan lift the cup but um, I sort of I did experience I probably I wasn't walking a dog but I I was listening to the Sheffield United game on the radio. I was living outside of Leeds, but I could still hear hear what was happening and then obviously watched the uh, Liverpool scum match. But that's the thing about m- sort of missing it. It's quite a weird or a different, look at it a different way because I grew up not going to Leeds games. So I never really felt like if I miss a game, I don't feel like I've missed it. I'll usually have it on the radio if I can't get there or there'll be something about it and the, the away end at Sheffield United it becomes like the free trade hall with the sex pistols everyone's like oh yeah we were we were all there but how big's the away end at Sheffield United probably 5,000 people at that time and then like there'll be a few thousand people more around the stadium but it's always kind of the ones who are at the game are kind of the the fortunate few compared to the the, the experiences of lots of people will be um, experiencing games in different ways so I kind of always I'm kind of on the side of the missing with um, a lot of this stuff. On a similar tip, 2018, that run at Christmas, you know, when we, obviously we beat Villa 3-2 away and you thought, oh my word, what a comeback, that can't happen again. And then we did it against Blackburn a few days later. Missed both of those games. Now, I wouldn't have gone to the Villa game anyway because it was away. But like you, I think it was on telly, wasn't it, that game? And I would have either watched Villa. it. Yeah. Yes. I think I would have watched it. But I think even in the car, it wasn't on anywhere, on the radio perhaps. Or we might have just stopped at a service station because we were driving down south to go down to the in-laws for Christmas and we were driving down as that game was on and I completely missed the win which was slightly maddening and then we got there and then on Boxing Day I remember sitting in the conservatory watching the the Blackburn game on my phone or trying to follow the scores thinking that can't happen again and I missed two three twos under different circumstances like I would have been at the Blackburn game and I would have watched the Villa game but managed to somehow miss two of the greatest comebacks that we've done in recent times which saddens me slightly yeah the villa one i was in a 
for various reasons, a hospital waiting room while that game was going on and watching the, uh, I think it was Phil Hayes tweets, actually, that communicated to me what was going on. And it was kind of a coincidence that I'd got to a point where I could look at my phone just as the last goal went in. And sort of, it's kind of a good example of the pleasure not really being diminished because it was great news. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Yeah, that same day, Boxing Day, brother-in-law is a Derby fan, and he was there too. uh, My wife's brother... And on that day, Sheffield United beat Derby 3-1. How are Derby getting on these days? I'm not not so sure. But uh, I remember feeling like I genuinely had the upper hand over Derby then, at that point. Sitting there on Boxing Day, all smug as I was. Oh, we've won again. I think we'd won like five, six games on the trot or something at that point, hadn't we? I really thought we were going up after those two games. It seemed impossible that we wouldn't, having had those comebacks. And uh, how little I knew when Sheffield United beat Derby that day, that Derby would come back and ultimately destroy our season. Thankfully, I wasn't in the same city as uh, as my brother-in-law when that when that happened because that that wasn't fun. I don't know if you remember that game. I was at that one. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was great. I mean, I seem to have mainly missed bad ones. Like I've missed us being relegated to League One. I've missed us being relegated under Allardyce. Those are two I've been to. It did. I came yeah, back for the relegation say. to League One. I missed most of that season drinking mm. and doing other things, and then but made sure I was back for the Twitch Town game. Like, oh, if it's going to be miserable, I definitely want to be there for that. Yeah, see, I, I did have a ticket for that. And then I ended up um, seeing a woman instead. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, we're going down. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm not going to go. <laughs> and it's a choice you made. And it's a, it did happen, didn't it? Yeah, um, I, yeah but I'd, I'd been to an awful lot of games that season as well. And then that one came around. And then it, obviously seeing it all pan out, I didn't have it a stream of it or anything. Just was basically following scores and just went, Pfft, It was. Uh, Christ. And then saw all the what had happened there with people coming on the pitch and all yeah. that sort of stuff. Chaos. And because part of me as well had thought, oh, I could I could take it to the game. That might be nice. And I just thought, yeah, probably better that we didn't do any of that. <laughs> it was utterly miserable. Like, particularly the kind of leads on leads stuff really stuck with me because I was near the, the tunnel next between the cop and the West Stand where as we were dragging people off the pitch, fans were coming out of the cop to kick them up. I remember someone coming out and kicking somebody up the arse as they were being led away by 
stewards and police. And I was like, this just this this isn't really very good. And Ken Bates was in charge. Dennis Wise is the manager. There was really nothing appealing about it. Um, and that's why I kind of I know Michael's put the, the uh, some of the minus fifteen the next season is. Um, I do kind of regret not going to the much of the start of the next season because it just we then went straight into admin and there was all hassles like is the club gonna stay afloat and then I think a lot of people started boycotting at that time and the expectations of that season it that was the summer where it was a valid question of do we come back to watch something resembling Leeds United ever again or is it actually not going to be there and I'm going to go and watch Geisley instead so the start of the league one season Tranmere away I was there um, I yeah was there. well yeah. played to all the people who actually believed that there would be a game on I went over there but there was kind of a little bit of a scepticism of like what the hell is what shape is Leeds United going to be in in this division and owned by this guy and with all these problems and then it gradually you know big ups Dennis Wise for uh, <laughs> giving us our club back cheers, and then, yeah, cheers so Dennis as it went over um, along those early weeks and then you start to uh, to get the feeling of Beckford and Candle and all kind of drew you back in, but yeah, those um, those early games were a bit of a, a big hangover period for me. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting how there are parallels there with what's happened more recently with dropping out of the Premier League and then trying to find our feet again in the Championship. And actually, suddenly Daniel Fark has built something that's that's good to watch and something to get behind. But it just does take that little bit of time for the momentum to uh, to build up, doesn't it? Um, I just wonder, is there something that is there a game, and I'm thinking of one specifically, I don't know why this still nags, nags at me, one that you've just carried with you over the years that you really regret missing. Is there a game like, I'll, I'll give you my example and see if there's one that draws parallels with you. 1987, which for Leeds fans over a certain vintage will know there was a videotape, a VHS, a season to savour that came out and it charted our run to the FA Cup semi-final where we ultimately lost at Hillsborough to Coventry and we got to the playoff final that year as well and we lost in the the replay at Birmingham to Charlton, but it was kind of a very much a, a nearly season and probably the the high watermark for Billy Bremner being a manager. And the, the video came out, probably still got it somewhere in my loft. It's the FA Cup fifth round game against QPR that was very much seen as like, what a day that was at Ellen Road because QPR were in Division 1, we were in Division 2 as it was at that point. Ellen Road was properly full to the rafters for the first time in, in quite some time. There were people stood on, I think on the the pub roof and on the hill and on the car park and it was just people everywhere and I can still remember one of the chants that came out that day was car park, car park, give us a song apparently and it was the Brendan Ormsby header where he's up on the, the fences at the cop end just one of those uh, one of those days that you know is going to go down in history and it has kind of stayed for that particular generation mm-hmm. of people as a as a really um, vital memory I went to a ninth birthday party instead at Eccleshall Swimming Pool in Bradford I was going to say any good? Had hot dogs okay um, so there's that. Had a bit wave, of a swim. I'm guessing there's not even a wave machine or a slide at Eccles Hill Swimming Pool. There is a slide. Is there? Yes, there is a slide. It's still there. The same slide. Well, that, da. The same slide that was probably there for that ninth birthday party is still there. Made of pure asbestos. <laughs> probably. Yeah. But you know, yeah, it, for whatever reason, that has just stayed with me for, for years and years. Mm. My iconic one that I missed was Don Matteo in San Siro because I've mentioned this before, definitely, but I had a trip booked to go to that game and then because it was it was around the time obviously Leeds doing well in Europe so there were little travel companies springing up to get people there because there weren't quite as many my memory of the time anyway there weren't quite as many kind of easy jet Ryanair type low cost things so if Leeds were in Milan people would put on flights 
and the travel company that had done it didn't have the right, I think it's, is it Atoll? Abter or Atoll, yeah. The Bond or something, they didn't have the correct insurance for it. So like the week before it got cancelled. And then obviously I had to stay home, watch it on telly. And then you see what goes on there. You see all the scenes afterwards. Did we have like, was it at six, seven, maybe even like eight or 9,000 fans It was there. a huge corner of like the, sort of behind the goal and around the corner, wasn't it? Yeah. It was the area we had. And it looked like probably the best night ever. And all the players were over singing with the fans. Peter Ridsdale on the pitch. Could have met. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was. But at the time, everyone loved it, didn't they? Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was, you know, yeah. That Alan Smith and all that team having the time of their lives and the fans having the same. And I've, that's one I've always looked back on. I thought, oh, it'd have been so good to have been there. And it's a moment that lives on in the songs and there's now a mural of it. And even though it was just qualifying from a group stage of the Champions League, it's become a big... It's an iconic moment. It's, it's it? a really big moment, isn't it? So, yeah, that one does that one does upset me. Right, and next question. Any games you wish you'd missed? Or is that probably far too long <laughs> for this show? Anything that occurred between Grayson being sacked um, and Gary Monk being appointed, probably. Because mm. that was the, that was a fairly... There were some fun moments in that season. But yeah, that whole period, just yeah. absolute shit, put it in the bin. So many. I mean, there's one... I think we always come back to it, but that Rotherham FA Cup game under Steve mm-hmm. Evans, where it's not so much uh, a regret being there, but it's more that it may as well not have been. Because <laughs> we've had it where that game has come up and can't just don't remember it happening. Mm-hmm. Was that the one at the Don Valley Stadium? No, it was no, Ellen Road. One. It was, was it Carriol scored? Yeah, yeah. It was a great goal. Yeah. Really good goal, but this, like the whole day, for what I gained <laughs> from the experience. Um, just, even lo- at, just lost hours? Even at the time, yeah, it was just... Some time there was no, I gained absolutely nothing from being there. It may as well not have happened, so I may as well not have gone. And there were a lot of games like that. That's a real good example of there were so many of just why did I, why did I do this? <laughs> it's like I came across a while ago a 5 1 defeat to Bolton within that period. Yeah, yeah. And it's just complete water off a duck's back. I didn't yeah. I just went, oh, I've just lost 5 1 to Bolton. Fine. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> kind of, if it happened now, you'd go mad about it. It'd be a big issue. People would be angry on the internet, but as, a th- as it was, I think everyone just went, that's what we do. Fucking hell. It's kind of why I have that thing of not feeling like I've missed out on games. Like I can think of somewhere, I've listening on the radio, I'd rather have been there. Or like it would have been great to be in the San Siro for that game, but I didn't have a flight book. So never felt like I missed it. But during the whole, those whole years, you'd meet people and say, oh, you like, oh, yeah, some- I keep thinking I should go down to Elland Road sometime and get a ticket and watch a game. Don't. Don't like do anything else with your time, um, and you will be ahead. Mm. Like you, you will be living a better life. And it was, and I almost felt um, like I had to to warn people off. I was like, don't make the mistake I made. Like I got to nine years old and became a Leeds fan, and now like I keep doing it and I can't stop. <laughs> I need help. Yeah, do not. The last thing you need to do in your twenties or thirties is start following Leeds United. Um, kind of changed when Bielsa turned obviously then lots of people jumped aboard the bandwagon and they're very welcome like, I completely understand I think it's fine like I don't think well, it's one of the funny things about football I guess it comes down to that you missed it you kind of you let your you let somebody down whether it's yourself or other people by not being there that duty that is kind of born in but honestly like I sometimes go back and say like, if I had only turned up for the good bits like, how much of that I'd have such a happier life. Like, you can't fault anybody who's like, oh, yeah, Leeds are winning. I think I'll go and watch it. Like, yes, that is how it should be done because it's part of the, the punishment for teams serving up ab- absolute dross 
should be that fans stop buying tickets and stop going to watch it because it's awful. And then the club goes, oh, well, we better sign some good footballers and then put on some better football. It's supply and demand, isn't it? Yeah, um, but we end up um, in this position where it's like, no, you have to go under any circumstances whatsoever, even if this game uh, will be an eternal mystery to you. Forever. Name the team. Leeds against Rotherham. Who played? We know the, the goal scorer. Anything else? Absolutely not. Right then. Final point. 4th of May 2024. Leeds facing Southampton at Ellen Road. We somehow contrived to get promoted on that day. What are you doing? Town. <laughs> it's the only option. After we've done the match ball, obviously. After we've done the match ball. Yes, but... That could be a fun match ball, potentially. It could also be one of the worst match balls in the world ever. It might end up being like... Um, you see, if, if we're going to get promoted and I've done my backing, I will be taken in on a gurney if, <laughs> if necessary. Pumped full of drugs like a racehorse. <laughs> Just get me in there somehow. Yeah, you need, I think as part of the, the promotion running, if we have one, limited exercise, no mm. DIY, put yourself, just don't put yourself in the, the position where your back is going to be a problem. Start taking painkillers now, get used to them. Get him... Get him like loaded up, ready to go. I did think actually of missing moments. I was thinking back to, well, I was thinking of ones you, you wish you'd missed and I was thinking every Leeds final that I've been to because we've got twatted in all of them. But the um, the Villa game that I went to as a, as a child, I went on a bus with people from my dad's work and my dad had told me to show my mum it was going to be quite sedate because it was people from work. To my child eyes, it was fucking chaos on that bus. <laughs> it was just like <laughs> loads of really drunk men. But someone didn't get off the bus because they drank a bottle of whiskey and just fell asleep. Uh-huh. They, didn't, they basically took a coach trip to London, didn't get off the bus, went back to Leeds. So they, they comprehensively missed that. Probably worth it, but you know, drinkaware.co.uk and all that. You know, take it easy on the old booze. That is the TSB guide to missing big moments. Some worth it, some not so much. The Square Ball Podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.